Hey, Mom! Hey, Christopher, welcome back. Hi, Mom. I never left. You never left? You've been here this whole time for the last two weeks? Full time. And I didn't know it? Mm -hmm. Where have you been sleeping? I'll tell you that. <laughs> Ruins the magic. Ruins the magic. Okay. I can live with that. So how have you been? Not that I don't see you practically every single day. Hmm. How have I been? Are you going to wax philosophical on this question? I mean, one could just stay fine, <laughs> I suppose. But is anybody? <laughs> Who knows? You just answer the question. I'm fine. <laughs> but are you really? How are you? I'm very well, thank you for asking. No, you're welcome. I've read that one of the main things uh, people from other countries find annoying about Americans is that we ask each other how they're doing with no intention of actually finding out how the other person is doing. You're yes. just looking for a, fine, how are you? Yes. I think, I think we are stuck in that. Nobody really cares how we really are. It's just a phrase that word vomits out your mouth when you see another human. Yeah, it can be annoying. Can be. But I'm kind of stuck in that annoyingly annoying rut. I forgive you. I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> hey, I've got a follow-up to my Walmart story. Uh-oh. So, you know, I was really mad at Walmart. Are you pursuing legal action? <laughs> I should have. But I can't. Not now. Because I got a really nice email back from them. Really? Saying that they were very sorry. This is not how they like to do business. Hmm. And all that stuff. So I guess maybe I won't be as mad at Walmart as I was. Right. I still am very skeptical about the whole online shopping thing because that's burned me more than one time. It has. <clears throat> I tried shipped once. Shipped? Mm -hmm. What is that? It's like uh, an app, kind of like Uber and Lyft, but like they bring you your groceries. You can order. Is that groceries. a good one? I mean, Dad said that that they used that the entire because they were in their house for an entire year. They didn't leave once. Right. During the whole COVID shutdown, shutdown yeah. yeah. And they used Shipped, and they told us to give it a, a try, and they really liked it. We tried it once. And I think we ordered like $80 worth of groceries. And it takes your $80 when you order that many groceries. But then the person goes to the store and half of the stuff that we wanted wasn't actually on the shelf. So what if you didn't buy $80 worth of groceries? Well, then you got to go through that whole hoop-de-hoop -hoop process of like, oh, okay, well, now we got to figure out how much you did actually buy so we can refund the, the uh, difference. And we were like, no. Nah. I have to say, so I've been using Target a little bit more because, you know, the Target right here by me is like that super Target, mm -hmm. which I absolutely love. It's pretty super. It is super. So one of the things that I have found with Target is that I can create my grocery list and if they don't have an item available, um, they'll say not available. Hmm. So I kind of like that. Plus then once I'm ready, you know, within a couple of hours... I can put the order in and then stop by on my way home from school. How does meat work? Like if you wanted to buy a steak. Well, I think they anything refrigerated. I don't well, I think what they do is they give you sort of a 
a blanket price. Oh, I want a piece of steak that's price falls in between. Basically, yeah. Seven and ten dollars. I think I think you have to say like how many pounds you want or what have you. Hmm. I'm not entirely positive because I've not purchased steak chicken. I have chickens, but you know usually it's like just the t- chicken tenders or the right. You know, so they're kind of already set at a price. So that's my follow up to Walmart. So I guess, you know, I can shop at Walmart again, okay. which is a good thing because I bought my little mini fridge from there. <laughs> True. It's already done. It's already done need. Lord, get it. But I had the coolest thing happen to me this week. Hmm. I have to tell you about this. Please. Are you sure you're ready for this? Uh, I was until you asked me. Now I'm not sure. <laughs> Are you seated? Yes. <laughs> Okay, so I've been getting these annoying phone calls from people. Okay, at least it's from people. It's a good start. It is a good start, but it's been annoying. And, you know, I have the robo killer, so uh-huh. I don't know these phone numbers. They're not in my phone. Mm-hmm. So it always gets silenced, so I never have an opportunity to pick up these phone calls. But they do leave a message, which I appreciate. <clears throat> so they've been calling me about my student loans mm. because apparently there's some thing happening. I don't know what's happening they've, with regarding the student loan. I think they've wiped a lot, a good a portion of some of it, I think. Yeah. So they called me, and so finally I called back because I wanted to know what's up with my student loans. Mm-hmm. And mine have been in forbearance because of the whole covid thing Mm -hmm. so i haven't been paying on it which i feel really bad about but i mean hey it'll be fine yes and apparently it hasn't been drawing interest either because all interest has been stopped during covid which makes me very happy so weird that you can just stop stuff like this it's almost like (laughs) it doesn't exist in the first place i know right so weird like, whoever thought of interest? I mean, I get the concept of it, but... Yeah, it makes sense at the baseline, like, oh, I'm giving you this $100, and that inconveniences me, so when you pay back, if you, you know... You owe me 1000 <laughs> Well, I, I evolved to, to that point, yes. It does. So, I called them on my way home from school the other day. I can't remember what day it was. really doesn't matter. Mm-mm. So, I was on the phone with them probably for over an hour there is this thing called public service loan forgiveness mm-hmm. and i owe like a hundred thousand dollars in student loan mm. and that's because one corporate uni- greed well that too mm. but university of phoenix you know where i got my undergrad mm-hmm. And I did basically four years there. And it was all online. And because it was online, which makes no sense whatsoever, it was more expensive than going in person. To me, it would be cheaper to do it online. Because you're not using up the resources. Right. Maybe they just tack on the extra because it's like you have to pay for your convenience. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really what it is. So... And then I got another student loan for my master's program through Regent, mm-hmm. and now I owe $100,000 in student loan debt. Isn't that just wonderful? Wow. I know, right? So the guy asked me, he's like, so 
how many people live in your home? I'm like, just me, myself, and I. <laughs> All one. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, okay. Well, how much do you make? So I told him. I said, I think it's around this number. I'm not entirely positive. <laughs> because I also get like a stipend because I have my master's degree. So I know what my base pay is, but then you tack on that. So then there, it's a little bit more mm. because I have my master's degree. So he was like, well, do you help your children financially? So of course I do. Mm-hmm. So I said yes, and I mentioned you and Cassie both. And then um, he was like, okay, well, that's going to help. Um if I were to pay my current student loan mm-hmm. right now, and typically people pay it off in 10 years, like that's that's how long you typically have. You could push it out to 20 years, but then you're paying like double the More amount. More interest and stuff. <clears throat> exactly. So he says for 10 years, your monthly payment is $1,200. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? I can't afford that. That's like my rent. Right. I can't afford that. And he goes, who can? Mm-hmm. I'm like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> At least they're aware that they're what they're asking is unreasonable. Right. He says, but there is this public service loan forgiveness program, and I'd like to see if you qualify for it. And I said, okay, what does this mean? He goes, well, if you qualify for it, it is 10 years you make payments, and it's based on your income and your household situation, um, but... After 10 years, whatever is not paid off, it's forgiven. Mm. So already I'm going, okay, where's the loophole? I can pay $5 a month. <laughs> and that's right? pushing it. And I was wondering, I was like, okay, so based on my current income, they didn't ask me what my bills were. They didn't ask me anything, what my rent was. So I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so they're going through this whole, he goes, okay, I'll be back in like five minutes and I'll tell you whether or not you're approved for this. And I was like, okay, well, it helps that I'm an educator. Public service. Exactly. Um, dude, I only have to pay $145. For every month for 10 years. And I, yeah, it's about 17. I was about to do the math. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I already did it. It's over $17,000. Wow. And the rest of it will be gone. 90000 something. Well, 83000 uh, 80, Gone. That's nice. Yes. So I had to have our principal fill out this form saying that I work full time. Every year I have to have my... Uh, I have to show proof of income just to make sure that I'm within the stipulation. So mm-hmm. if my income increases, my payments could increase. Oh, okay. So it has to be approved every year. Right, right. But I was like, dude, how have I gone this many years as a teacher and never heard of this? It's been a thing? It's not like a new thing? That no, it's not a new thing. He's like, I can't believe you've been in education as long as you've been. And you didn't know about this. Hmm. I said, yeah, I didn't know about this at all. How cool is that? Because your schools were like, don't tell her about that. (laughs) We want $100,000. But the thing is, the schools already have the money. These are federal loans. Mm. It's it's, true. It's the government. It's the government. So they're federal loans. And I had like 10 of them because, Mm. you know, they all go from different people or Mm -hmm. come from different people or entities or whatever. And now they're all consolidated into one, 
And then he goes, first of all, consolidating them all into one will boost your credit score. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not sure how that works, but okay. And Instead of having multiple lines of debt, you only have one. But I still have the same amount of debt. That's but it's not why spread. I don't understand. Credit does not make sense. It doesn't. It's another one of those things that doesn't exist. No. It's so mind-boggling how that is supposed to boost my credit. Didn't they say credit scores weren't even invented till like, the 80s or the 90s? There were no credit really? scores before then. I, you know... I was born just in time. Just in time, yeah. Just were. in time for credit it's scores. It's funny because I don't remember my parents talking about credit scores. They didn't have credit scores. Your parents didn't have credit scores. That is really bizarre. Right? Such a weird thing. Why do we have to judge people based on how you look on paper? Why can't we judge somebody by, I don't know, getting to know them like it used to be? That's a ridiculous ridiculous thing to say why would you say that i know i'm sorry ridiculous i digress over here saying blasphemous things <laughs> i'm sorry this is america it's how i think i just don't understand <laughs> oh lord i know well i'm glad walmart made it right and <clears throat> i mean i feel like having eighty thousand dollars of your student debt kind of overshadows Walmart a little bit. That's pretty crazy. Well, that's why I saved that story for a second because to that's me that was that that's a big deal. I heard that they're wiping a lot of people's well relative to how many people have student debt, not a lot, but there are people who are getting their student debts wiped Completely. for some reason. I can't remember what this what the parameters for it are, but I think it it's happening. Is it? Yeah. I mean, I remember when they were talking about wiping off like $50,000 of debt from like every single person. Mm-hmm. Which... I, they're only doing it for specific ones. I don't remember what they were. But it was just specific ones. Well, I told your sister about it, but she has to be out of college before Probably. she can apply for it. Yeah. So... Um, I think, so the guy's name was Diego. He told me that if anybody, if I knew anybody, so anybody out there listening. Call Diego. Call Diego. Um, yeah, he's, he's the guy who has all this information. That's all the info they need. Call Diego. Call Diego. I guess I should probably, I don't know, should I give the phone number? Should Uh he be inundated with? What's the company name? Oh, that's a very good question. Um, let me look at my email here because... I feel like I'm so unprepared. Mm-mm-mm. Look at that. Um, hey, while I'm looking up this email, oh, it's all been transferred to the U.S. Department of Education. That's what it is. It was the U.S. Department of Education? Yeah. How nice of them. Yeah. So, so call Diego at the U.S. Department of Education. So DRA, which is Debt Relief Assistance. Draw. Um, the DRA. Do you remember when you had to do a DRA in school? No. You don't remember doing DRAs in school where you had to read a story and then fill out all this paperwork on how you read the story? I mean, I remember doing stuff like that, I guess. They were called DRAs, which had a completely different meaning than debt relief assistance. I would hope so. <laughs> that would be odd. Um, so I don't know if it's from debt relief assistance. Probably. 
Debt Relief Assistance. I don't know. Diego was the guy who helped me. DRA, sponsor us. <clears throat> right? We're shouting you out. I know, we are. Well, he told me to put his name out there, so that's what I'm doing. I'm putting his name out there. There it is. It's out there. I don't know anybody who has a lot of debt in student loans. I was about to say, I know plenty of people with a lot of debt. Well, I know I've got debt, but... <laughs> if they want to take some of that, too, that'd be cool. I mean, that would be really great. I won't say no to that. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Well, I think those are my two stories. I had to give you an update on Walmart, and then I had to tell you about this whole thing because that was exciting to me. That is extremely exciting. That's yes. A, that's a, yeah. That's what's happening in my life. I've lost my ability to segue, apparently. Have you? Apparently. Why? <laughs> Is it because we're being recorded? <laughs> mm, probably. Probably might have something to do with it. I have but to say, I'm excited about your new project. My new project? Yeah, the where you're writing the script and everything. Oh, yeah. Writing a script for come visit downtown Newport Ritchie. So if anybody wants to visit downtown Newport Ritchie, do it and say that it was because of me. That's right. So, yeah. I'm excited about this new venture of yours. Yeah, it'll be fun. Marketing and advertisement, not something I really ever pictured myself getting into. I know. But I think it's kind of like almost like the bullies in school back in the day, the 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 joke of like a bully would would learn how to dance ballet perfectly just so that he could make fun of the people who were dancing ballet. I think yeah. I subliminally got good at advertising because I hate advertising so much <laughs> that now I notice all the little things and I can weaponize that. Yes. You know, you have ruined me for movies and television shows, I think, for life. Yeah. You have. Like, I was watching, oh, I know what it was. I was watching 10.0, which is some big earthquake movie. Oh, okay where all Los Angeles or all of California is like going to die because the perfect 10.0 earthquake was going to happen. And there was something that happened and I was like, oh, you people are being so dramatic. (laughs) (laughs) I can't stand when people make decisions that in a movie that it's just so clear that it was just for the plot right nobody in real life would make these types of decisions in that situation no and if they would they're not the type to end up being a main character of a big epic story they're the person who died at the very beginning or the smartest person who ends up saving the world Mm -hmm. i mean you wouldn't be that person you're not going to be that person no and so that's something had happened i can't even remember what part of the movie it was at but I just kind of giggled, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> I did that with Marvelous last night. We were watching Vivo. Have you seen Vivo yet? I haven't. What is that? It's an animated film on Netflix about... It's very Pixar-y. Oh, is it? Yeah. They're they're stealing Pixar. It's a good movie. It makes you cry. Animate. Pretty animation. Did you cry? That. It's a sad movie. Oh. It's about a little... Mo- First off, they made this guy a monkey. It's like a little monkey. He's like the main character. Yeah. He's clearly a monkey when you look at him. But he's a, oh, I forget what, their their nickname is Honey Bear. I can't remember what the name, actual name of the thing is. But when you look it up, it is not a monkey. Oh, he's not? It's in the raccoon family. Really? Yeah. And it looks nothing like this 
monkey that they put in the movie and it ups it bothered me all night i was like why did they go this looks nothing like what the creature is marvelous gonna show it to us kinkajou he was a kinkajou (laughs) oh marvelous you're so good oh oh he does look like a monkey you look up what a kinkajou really looks like it's infuriating marvelous isn't talking right now but she's being such a good hostess and really showing is. us images and giving us all the important data right now. I hope you can sense her warm presence through yes. the microphone. <laughs> it looks look, like a meerkat yeah, or something. That looks absolutely 0% a like what... A Kikachu. Well, spoiler alert, in the movie they called it a ferret, and it kind of looks like... He one. looks like a ferret in real life. He looks like... You know what? He actually looks like a... A mixture of a ferret and a sloth. That face. Yeah. He's got like a sloth face. You know what it doesn't look like? A monkey. A monkey. <laughs> Not even close. A monkey with a purple face. It's infuriating. <sighs> okay, back to what you were saying. But yeah, there was that and then uh, in the movie, no spoilers, but the monkey has to get to Miami from Cuba. Oh, and I was Does like, swim? how is a monkey going to get to from Cuba to Miami? Morphs was like, we don't ask those questions. And I was like, I do. Yes, <laughs> you always do. Well, the thing gets to Miami. First off, the only place I think you can find a kinkajou is in like South America. I don't even think you can find them in Cuba. I'm not sure. Maybe Probably it was just not. in South America. I think you find them. And... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look that up. They I would be considered you. an invasive species in Miami. And the people were like, oh, I'm going to keep this little baby monkey as my own. I was like, that's highly illegal. It would never happen. It says, the kinkachu is a tropical rainforest mammal. Mm-hmm. But they're not very predatory. They're like Everything is, is a predator to I a mean, kinkachu. I mean, look at that face. Yeah. It's kind of cute. Doesn't look like a monkey, though. It doesn't look anything like the character Mm-mm. in that movie. Wow. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. So here's where it lives. Look, Central America, which is Central America still a thing? I guess. I, don't know. I mean, because it used to be we learned that that was like one of the. I guess continents or something because there was North America Central America South America I think Central America is just an I've always considered it just the name for the place where North and South America meet meet so not a continent it's just more of like a description of an area yeah it's not how it used to be and then all of North Northern South America Northern South America and Southern North America <laughs> or Central America, but not not in Miami. I don't see any green in Miami. I don't see any green in Cuba either. No invasive species. Yes. Mm-mm. Hmm. They're gonna have to put Miami on the map now. Mm. Well, I mean, speaking of weird animals. Yeah. You wanna know what I learned? What did you learn? Well, I mean, you kind of already know what I learned. <laughs> You're not supposed to say that, though. Well, I did. <laughs> color me transparent. <laughs> what color would that be? Transparent. But what color is that? Transparent. But what color is that? Transparent. But that's not a color. How do you... Why? What? Where on the color wheel is transparent? Who invented the color wheel? 
I don't know, artists or somebody. Colors are just a result of light bouncing off of different objects. <laughs> and we can only see a certain spectrum of that light. Certain piece of the spectrum of that light. So who's to say? I'm just wondering what color transparent We've is. only got a certain number of color receptors in our eyeballs. There do could we? Be, yeah. There's animals that have more color receptors than we do in, our, in their could eyeballs. Could you imagine if we could, like, see Different the world colors. as a rainbow? Pretty crazy. That would be really cool. It'd be pretty crazy. It would be crazy. Okay, but you were saying, I digress. You learned something about an animal. I did. Actually, and I learned something that you don't know. <gasps> you did? So... For a while, nobody know nobody knew where eels came from. Yeah, I did hear that. Yeah, I know. I sent you a TikTok, and you didn't watch it, and then you sent it back to me after you watched it. <laughs> I didn't know you sent it to me. <laughs> I'm putting you out there for the whole world to see. Color me transparent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I found some stuff out. Okay, so what did you find out? The eels... Now, is this all eels? This is all eels. Because aren't there different types of eels? Yeah, there's okay. different types of eels, but... But this is all eels When it comes to their the reproductive systems and practices, okay. it's pretty much all the same. So, like, no one's ever seen two eels reproduce in captivity, which is still the case today. I think there's some scientists that are getting pretty close. I don't know how. I tried to read the article text was really small and it was a lot so i was like i'm just gonna go with the we don't know we don't know okay but one thing i did find out is that the crazy thing is for the longest time everybody thought all these different types of eels were different types of eels but what they came to find out was they're all the same eel just in different stages of its life like how animals go through, like sometimes insects or different creatures go through metamorphoses. Yeah. Metamorphoses. Metamorphosi. Uh, all of the above? Sure. They were all the same eel, just in different stages of its life. So every eel out there. I don't think it was every, like electric eels and moray eels. I think it's in, inside each one of those. Okay. They thought they were different eels, but they're all. They're the just different stages. Stages, the same eel. Really? And they would dissect these and never, ever once find any reproductive organs. That's what I heard. That's crazy to me. Apparently, it almost drove Sigmund... Was it Sigmund Freud? I want to say it was Sigmund Freud almost crazy. <laughs> really? Yeah, if, as if he wasn't crazy enough to begin with. True. He would dissect... He said... I think he said... I. Can, he can hardly sleep at night because every time he closes his eyes, all he sees is the shimmery flesh of eels eels because he would just cut them open looking for well the guy on tiktok i mean he said he opens his eyes every morning and that's the first thought he has every single day because the old eels will go out into the ocean and new eels will come back new eels are called glass eels because they're like really tiny and they're transparent oh are they really and then people who farm eels or yeah uh play some places they're delicacies and another place, like for zoos, they have to go out there and get those guys so that they can have more eels when their eels, like, die. Because their eels can't go out, so eels can control their metamorphosis. Some eels will choose, now's the time to move on to my next stage of metamorphosis. Other eels will go, I'm cool with this stage I'm in right now for a little bit. I don't feel the itch to move on a little bit. So sometimes when you see the whole wave of eels going out into the ocean to reproduce, 
some of them are in are in the same stage of metamorphosis mm-hmm. but in a different different stage ages of life right oh and then some are just more mature than others and when they hit their last stage metam- metam- of metamorphosis yeah. their stomachs dissolve and turn into sexual reproductive organs what yup how did you find that out google are you sure it's accurate? Google, yeah. Because not everything is believable on Google. It is true. That is very true. But I found a pretty rock-steady um, consensus. You did? Yeah. Because they said that nobody can... F- so, I'm sorry. So, the eel mm-hmm. is dying? When it reaches its last stage of life. Or its last stage of metamorphosis. Uh, okay. Which it seems Last, to have some long? sort of control over. So how how long does this metamorphic stage last? That's what I'm saying. Is that like they kind of just pick and choose when they want to die? I guess. And do okay. So is there like a graveyard of eels somewhere? It's a C that starts with an S. So there's an actual place. There's a place they've tracked them out and found their breeding grounds. And really? different ones have different, like Japanese eels will go to one specific place, um, American eels will go to a different specific place, and then they all go back. And a lot of times they're going from freshwater to saltwater and back again. Well, freshwater to saltwater, and then the new ones go from saltwater to freshwater, which I've heard is a pretty crazy thing. Yeah, I heard that I say that's that. not normal. Normal, like no other fish or. Mm-hmm. Uh, water creature can do that. The ancient Egyptians used to think that eels would only would spontaneously pop into existence when um, the the Nile would warm up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Aristotle thought that it, eels would rub themselves on rocks, and the little bits that would come off would turn into the eels. baby eels. Yeah, or that they would just spawn, or there was one, one of my favorites, uh, the Greeks, I want to say it was the Greeks, thought that when the sun hits a specific kind of morning dew on a specific type of plant at just the right angle, (laughs) it would cause eels to just up here. That's funny. But it's not, they just turn their stomachs into... So their stomachs, so they don't eat anymore then. No, because they're going to die, that's their last thing to do. So it's almost like... The females release a bunch of eggs, and then they die, and then the males come along and fertilize as many eggs as they can. And, and then, then they, they die. die. Oh, wow. That almost reminds me of, like, the monarch butterfly. It's pretty similar, isn't it? It is. They go through stages of metamorphosis. Doesn't seem like they have a choice, though. No, they don't have choices, and their lifespan is not nearly as long. I'm using the word choice because I... Don't really know what other word to use. For the eels? Yeah, but I'm not saying that they're like... That they consciously think... Yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. I feel like this is the internet. You might need to specify. Oh. (laughs) Oh, There's a gnat that keeps flying around here that's driving me nuts. Um, No, because like the monarch butterfly actually does not the same thing, but it does sort of Hmm. when it goes into its chrysalis, the caterpillar mm-hmm. it actually liquefies turns into a pool of goo yeah so weird. weird 
and then it transforms into this butterfly. It's so cool to think about, but mind-blowing. Yeah. It's things like that that make me think that things like bugs are not conscious. Don't really have any... Cause it's just going on automatic pilot. Right, because if you think about that, it's almost the same as like Star Trek. You see these guys that would go through the teleporter. Yeah. And in Star Trek, they specifically, in the lore, I'm pretty sure it says that the way that their trans teleportation thing works is mm-hmm. that they break you down atom by atom and then stream those atoms I think so. to a different location and put them back together. So are you still you? Because mm-hmm. if you say you got ripped apart atom by atom, are you not dead? That's true. And then put back together again, is it still you? Are you a new version of you? Like a clone? Oh. Or like, how does that work? Or just a reinvented version of yourself? Right. I never thought about that. So like, what does that mean with like consciousness and stuff? Well, I mean, considering that Star Trek was... Fake. Fake. Yeah. But it's all based on <laughs> theoretical things. I don't know. It's still an interesting question. It is. It is a very interesting question. Because theoretically, teleportation <clears throat> could exist if you could create stable, controllable wormholes, which we can't do. I mean, didn't uh, Willy Wonka create that too? Stable wormholes? Uh, teleportation? teleportation? Oh, did he? Remember? Did oh, he? through the TV. I think so. Yeah, but that was, he specifically said it was only intended for inanimate objects. <laughs> oh, that is true. And then that stupid kid <laughs> was like, I'm inanimate. He, my, yeah, he was. He was. <laughs> I, they should make a movie that explains what happened to all of four, all of those kids. I would be so down for watching that movie. That would be interesting. I want to know what happened to them. I even kind of wish that they would do okay. a like a sequel to Charlie taking over the chocolate factory. There's a sequel book. Is there really? Yeah, and I've heard it's pretty weird. Is it really? Because you know how the first one ends with them going up in that up glass in that, elevator? Yeah, up into the sky. I think the second one picks off picks up right there and they go like up into space and meet like aliens and stuff what i know why who knows what does that have to do with the oompa loompas and maybe that's where he got the oompa loompas oh because he never did well he did say where he got them he got them from like an island or was it a parallel universe i don't remember i don't remember something weird yeah because they were like up in the trees or something (laughs) I thought he said it was some island. Or an island, yeah. I don't remember. But what does that... I mean, why why aliens? I don't know. I need to go get the book and read it now. Yes, I'm going to look on my Libby app and yeah. see if it's on there. I don't remember what it's called or anything, but I'm sure it can't be hard to find. No, I'm sure it can't. Oh my gosh. Okay, back to the eels. Right? Eels are spooky. And you want... I think they said that they're, they thought that their breeding grounds was in the the Bermuda Triangle. Triangle. I don't think that's called like the Sasagon Sea or the something that starts with an S. Some sea I've never heard of before. Okay. But is that near the Bermuda Triangle? No, it can't be because the Bermuda Triangle is in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. 
So no, that can't be. I don't know. Maybe they just go through it. I'm one. I'm wondering why they think. Okay, now I'm gonna have to look up this C. What is it called again? You said it starts with, starts an with a C. Oh, an S. All right. What is it called again? Uh, you don't remember. I'm trying to look it up here so that we can, because I'd love to see an image of this. Um, there are plenty of animals, though, that reproduce asexually, so I didn't really know why. Don't frogs? Um, I don't know. I just, I just I know think that frogs, I think frogs change if there's, like, all females in a population. Well, they'll change. And then they'll change their sexual... Seahorses do the same thing, don't they? Who? Seahorses. Seahorses? I don't know. Do they? I think so. Because that in, in that, like, Jurassic Park's whole Oh, this is theory. Dis despite knowledge of their round-trip migration, scientists still haven't observed mating in the wild or even found a single eel egg. Oh, really? There's no eggs? Leading theories suggest that eels reproduce in a flurry of external fertilization in which clouds of sperm fertilize free-floating eggs. Oh, oh wait. 100-year-old mystery salt. When was that? That's from 2020. This is from 2015, though. <laughs> so from the 2020 article it says nope never seen it in the 2015 article a hundred year old mystery solved adult eel observed for the first time in the Sargasso Sea after more than a century of speculations researchers have finally proved that American eels really do migrate to the Sargasso Sea to reproduce but that's from 2015 how do you spell Sargasso S-A-R-G-A-S-S-O it is, oh, it's a region of the Atlantic Ocean. Oh, so oh, it's part of... So it is near... The triangle? Probably near, yeah, there it is. It's just a part of the Atlantic Ocean. Look at that. That's weird. It is. I've never heard of that ever before. Me neither. Am I stupid or something? No. Because if I, that would mean I am stupid. <laughs> I've never heard of this at all. But it's bound by these four currents, which is probably why they said something about the Bermuda Triangle. Oh, it says Bermuda is near the western fringes of the sea. Hmm. Huh. It's very odd that the internet seems divided on how on such a weird little thing, like how eels reproduce. But I feel like... Anytime you research something, you come across that. Sometimes. You usually come across very differing opinions or... That's true. That's why I think you have to be really careful with... You just got to look at who's given the opinion. Yes. Because if one opinion is coming from somebody who specifically studied it... Right. And another opinion is coming from just like a reporter who's like, eh, I feel like this. Right. And he's like, well, I'm going to take the scientist's... Oh, 100%. I don't know. But, you know, but it's the ones where the scientists disagree. Those are the really interesting ones where it's like, where is this going to go? How is this yeah. going to turn out? It's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. I like stuff like that. I'm so glad you shared this with us today. It's spooky. 
It is very spooky. Eels are weird and creepy looking all in itself, so there's added mystery on top of it. Maybe they're aliens. Sleek bodies. Ooh, maybe they are aliens. Who knows? Like an octopus. An octopus is an alien? There's a lot of people who are like, think octopus, octopi are aliens. Yeah. Why? Something about, I guess they've got. The non skeletal. No, there's plenty of things with no skeletons. But. I think it has something to do with, like, the DNA. Their DNA's a little funky. Really? Like, every, if you if you go look at the DNA of all the animals across the Earth, obviously they're different, but, like, baseline, they're kind of, like, you can see the how same. everybody's related. Okay. In varying degrees. But I think with the octopus, I want to say it has something to do with do octopus have weird DNA? <laughs> Here we go. Google. Oh, no. Maybe that was what proves they're not aliens. Oh. What animal has the strangest DNA? Uh, octopuses and their close coleoid relatives have a unique ability to edit significant amounts of their RNA. RNA is sort of like DNA. Yeah. So they can change their RNA. Their RNA. What does RNA stand for? Do you know? I know what DNA stands for. What does DNA stand for? Deoxyribonucleic acid. I don't know if I got that first part right. I just wanted to hear you say that. (laughs) Because I don't think I can remember how to say that. Ribonucleic acid. So it's... Nucleic acid present in all living cells. Principal role is to act as a messenger carrying instructions from DNA rather than D. Wait. Messenger carrying instructions from DNA for controlling the syntheses of proteins. Although in some viruses, RNA rather than DNA carries the genetic information. Maybe that's where COVID came from then. Well, they, the vaccine has something to do with the RNA. Oh, the vaccine does. I think so. It uh, some new, some different type of RNA that tells your DNA to tell your body to make better proteins oh. to fight the the virus. But then people heard that and were like, "They're changing our DNA." Your DNA is changing every day, fella. <laughs> it's changing every day, every minute. It's not staying the same. Maybe we need to save that for another conversation. Maybe. Because I feel like we could go on a whole tangent about that. There's whole people that are studying on um, elongating human life and even eliminating aging. They're trying to through the DNA, specifically the telomeres at the end of your DNA. Over time, they fray. Oh, really? And that's, as far as we can tell, one of the most connected to the aging process. Oh. And normally your body can, well, oh, we're supposed to save this. I'm going to save it. That, yeah, that's pretty fast. Yeah, you're going to have to save that. And I'll save that Maybe one. that should be next time. Okay. Wow. This has been fun. Yeah. I'm glad we talked about the eels. Me too. Because that was a really cool video. When I saw that, I had to send that to you. It was. I did not realize you sent that to me already, and I apologize. We should post that video on, can we post that video on the Instagram page? Is that something we can do? I don't know. Do we have our Instagram page up yet? I thought we did, didn't we? I don't know. You never 
If Told not, me. then I'll set it up and that'll be the first one up there. Okay. I wonder if, if we I can, can at it. least put a link. Maybe we can link it. Maybe. Because that's really a cool... It is quite, A cool video. Yeah. I'd like that. Sounds good. All right. Hey, we are on Apple Podcasts now. <gasps> well, yeah. look at us. Hey. All right. Hey. That's exciting. So Spotify's next. Okay. Yep. I don't know how that works, but... I set that all up. It's all good. Oh. I don't know how many episodes you have to have for them to kind of have you up there, but... Oh, it's out of that I way. mean, this is only our second episode. Okay. It'll be fine. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. We'll be important enough one day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. People will be like, I was there listening when you were talking about eels. They will be. Mm-hmm. All four listeners. Yep. We yep. love you, all four of you. Yes. Thank you so much for believing in us, mm-hmm. listening to us. I will sleep soundly knowing that four people on this planet have heard my voice today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, <clears throat> I want you to be, make sure you're prepared. So we're going to talk about DNA next time. Yeah, I'll save it. Okay. So if you want to hear about DNA next time. Oh my goodness. And you definitely do. Yes. Make sure you come back. Mm-hmm. Now, we only do this every two weeks, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yes, so it'll be another two weeks before we come back. So keep your bridges on. That's right. Hold on. We're coming. We're coming. I just have to learn about DNA first. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Until next time. Bye.